My dear brothers and sisters, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the most wise, out of his wisdom, he has chosen for us certain days unlike any other. And these days are unique in terms of their reward, in terms of their virtue. And out of his wisdom, as we know, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has chosen Ramadan to be the greatest of months. And in it are the last ten nights, nights like no other. So much so that they even contain the greatest of nights. And according to the scholars of Islam, scholars such as Ibn Taymiyyah, he said the best nights are found in the month of Ramadan. And the best of days, however, they are found in the first ten days of the league. So special are these days that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala himself made an oath upon these days. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَالْفَجَرْ وَلَيَالَ الْعَشَرْ By the Fajr and by the ten nights. According to Ibn Kathir, rahmatullah alayhi, the correct opinion is that these ten nights which are referred to are the ten nights of Rulijjah. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala by swearing by the nights rather than the days is indicative of how special the, night, uh, the days are. If Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala swears by the nights, then how special are the days? So special are these ten days that Ibn Abbas radiallahu anhu reported that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, مَا الْعَمَلُ فِي أَيَّامِ الْعَشْرِ أَفْضَلَ مِنَ الْعَمَلِ فِي هَذِ There are no days in which righteous deeds are more beloved to Allah than these ten days. And the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was asked, not even jihad in the sake of Allah. And the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam of course responded, not even jihad in the sake of Allah. Except in the case of a man who went out to fight, giving himself and his wealth up for, and he came back with nothing. And according to Ibn Rajab, this season of worship brings many benefits, such as the opportunity to increase one's deeds, to rectify one's faults, to make up for any shortcomings, or anything that one may have missed, for example. Every one of these special occasions involves some kind of worship through which the slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala may draw closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And it contains some kind of blessing through which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bestows his favor and mercy upon him so every will. He says the happy person is the one who makes the most of these special months days and hours and draws nearer to his Lord during these times through acts of worship. And he completes this statement by telling us he will most likely be touched by the blessing of Allah and will feel the joy of knowing that he is safe from the flames of hell.
ان الحمد لله والصلاه والسلام على رسول الله وبعد ما جبت السيستم ان البريفيس خطبه وي هاف هيرد بريفلي اباوت ذيس 10 دايز ذا فيرست 10 دايز اوف ذا ريجر ذا وايز بيرسون ويل اسك هاو ماي اي بينيفيت ان ذيس تايم وات كان اي دو وات كان اي بيرفورم if he or she wishes a believer may fast during the nine days of the Hajj, the first nine days, and of course it is sunnah to fast during these first nine days. Specifically, we may say it is mustahab, based on the hadith of the Prophet wasallam, wherein he says, wherein it is said that the Prophet wasallam used to fast the nine days of the Hajj. And this is the hadith in Abu Dawud. And this is too difficult to fast. If this is too difficult to fast, one may fast for three days or Monday and Thursday. For according to the same hadith, the Prophet ﷺ, as part of his sunnah, used to regularly fast on Mondays and Thursdays, or he regularly fasted for three days within a month. Regardless of whatever decision you take, Notice, know that the bare minimum you should fast is one day, and that day is the ninth. What is so special about the ninth? Not only is this the day of Arafah, a day regarding which the Prophet said, مَا مِنْ يَوْمٍ أَكْثَرَ مِنْ أَنْ يُعْتَقَ اللَّهِ فِيهِ عَبْدًا مِنَ النَّارِ مِنْ يَوْمِ عَرَفَةً there is no day on which Allah sets free more slaves from the hellfire than He does on the day of Arafah. And this is the hadith in Sahih Muslim. Additionally, it is also a day on which a believer has a great opportunity before him. What is this opportunity? The one who fasts is forgiven for his sin. Specifically, as stated by the Prophet ﷺ, it is an expiation for the past year and the year after. And this is a hadith in Sahih Muslim. And among the actions which are recommended for these ten days are, of course, glorifying Allah, remembering Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, thanking Him for what He has bestowed. In other words, performing zikr. Specifically, what we can do during these 10 days is making takbir, tahmeed, tahleel, etc. and so forth. Tasbih. And this is something which is unconditional, meaning any time. Ibn Umar and Abu Hurairah took this so seriously, anhuma, to the extent that they used to do this in public places such as markets, etc. and so forth, in order to teach the people, in order to inform the people that this was part of the Sunnah. Nowadays, we do not find this so much. So let us make it a point amongst ourselves to remind ourselves about the Sunnah. Like fasting, the one who does not do so misses a great reward. Why? Why do we think this? It is well established 
amongst the fuqaha that if an action is stipulated for a temporary period, it implies a great reward during that time limit. Lastly, amongst the actions you may partake in during these days is offering a sacrifice. Although scholars deferred, is it obligatory if one can afford it? Is it merely recommended? In any case, why should you deprive yourself of this blessing? To take matters or make matters more easier for yourself, you can split a cow or a camel potentially between seven families or so. Perhaps you may ask, what is the blessing attached to this? Unfortunately, many of us, we fail to realize the virtue of such an act. We are told that the reason or one of the wisdoms as to doing this is because we are forgiven for every hair of that beast which we sacrifice for the sake of Allah and if anyone is offering a sacrifice or intends to offer a sacrifice, I remind you that according to the Sunnah, it is forbidden for you to cut your nails or your hair until you have actually offered your sacrifice. And the wisdom behind this is so that perhaps we can understand the struggle of our brothers and sisters who have gone for Hajj, who are actually at Arafah on that day, etc. And so forth. Finally, I'd like to also remind you that amongst the best actions which you may practice in these 10 days is, of course, to turn back to Allah to ask for His forgiveness. The Prophet has told us, Allah is most pleased with the repentance of a believing servant. And this is Hadith in Sahih Muslim. This is amongst the best things that you can do. Make Tawbah now before later. Make Tawbah before that chance is cut away. My dear brothers and sisters, obviously, repentance is available to us until the sun rises from the west. And this is a hadith, of course, from Bukhari. But knowing what we know from what we have learned in this khutbah regarding the virtues of these ten days, how great is the one who makes tawbah in these days? How great is the one that returns to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in these days? In the end, we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to give it all, to accept our worship, say I mean, to accept the hajj of our brothers and sisters, those of us who are going, and to aid our brothers and sisters abroad.